The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Horticulturalist Keen Gardner, member of the Horkin Garden Centre family. Porter, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. So, the jobs you have suggested for us to do mid-August. Yeah, well, herbs in particular, Pat, we often associate herbs with spring and early summer. But at this time of year, they're growing really, really strongly. And and it's the perfect time of year for trimming herbs back. So if you're not using them on a regular basis, it's very important to be cutting the foliage back because that does two things. It encourages lots of new growth. And in that new growth, you've got the essential oils and the it continues the flavor then right through the autumn and winter period, particularly if you want herbs for Christmas. This is the time of year to trim back established herbs that you have like bay, rosemary, lavender, but also it's a great time of year for sowing herbs from seed or indeed from cuttings. And many of our popular garden herbs propagate so easy from cuttings. If you take a couple of stems of mint, it'll simply root in water within 10 days or two weeks. You pot it up and you've got yourself fresh mint within a month. So this is the time of year for planting herbs. And remember, they're such a versatile plant path. They're Mediterranean. They're happy in window boxes, window boxes, hanging baskets, patio planters, or indeed you can plant many of them directly out into your garden soil, particularly the shrubbery forms like bay leaf, lavender, rosemary, sage. They're all such a hardy and easy plant to grow. Now, loads of questions for you, Porik. Andy in Kilkenny says, last week Porik talked about planting onion sets now, but I've tried every available garden centre. Nobody has them. Does okay. Porik know when they will be available? Absolutely. Well, these are the Japanese onion sets, Pat. We plant them towards the end of August, mid to late August. So they'll be coming in very, very shortly in the next week or 10 days, checking your local garden centre. There are a couple of different varieties. And if planted at the end of August, they grow through the autumn and winter period and are ready for use as spring onions, particularly around Christmas time, but also as full size onions in late spring early summer. So they're well worth looking out for. And the other tip I mentioned last week is the planting of garlic. And again, that will come in again in the next week or 10 days. And again, if you plant it now, you'll have superb garlic by early spring. I have a laburnum tree. Could I grow a rambling rose through it? Absolutely. There's no reason why. Um, Rambling Rector is a lovely variety of Rambling Rose. And indeed, some of the Clematis varieties would be lovely as well. So no problem whatsoever. Just train the Rambling Rose. Planted at the base of the laburnum. Be careful not to do any root damage. Feed it well and it will scramble up through the the, uh, laburnum. It will need a little bit of support. You need to tie in the branches of the Rambling Rose as it's it's going up through the the tree itself. But yeah, absolutely. No problem. Siobhan wants to know how you take successful hydrangea cuttings from existing plants. Okay, this is a perfect time of year to take them. So simply take some green shoots about the length of a pencil, about pencil thickness as well. Ideally, hydrangea shoots without flowers. So just nice green growth. Remove the lower leaves, leaving one leaf right at the very top. Dip it in some rooting powder and insert it into a mixture of perlite and compost, about a 50-50 mix. Cover with a polythene bag, a small polythene bag. So in a in a medium-sized pot, you'll set you you'll uh, root roughly about 12 cuttings. And again, just keep them on a bright windowsill. They'll root in about four to six weeks at this time of year. And midsummer, mid-August pot is a great time for taking cuttings of a wide range of garden shrubs, not just hydrangeas.
I have a domestic oil tank and a burner in my garden. I want to camouflage, bearing in mind they would have to be accessible for servicing of the burner and refueling of the tank. I was thinking of using a low planter with trellis on the back. What evergreen plant or tree or climber would you recommend? It would be exposed to the north weather with some shelter to the south side. Or can you recommend an alternative to the planter and trellis? Well, as an alternative, you will get in your local garden centre plants like Iliagnus or Portuguese laurel that have been specifically trained to hide off oil tanks or refuse areas. So you purchase them, they'll roughly be about two metres high by maybe one metre or 1.2 metres wide. So plants like Iliagnus or Portuguese laurel are specifically trained. And so they're, they're broad, evergreen, but quite narrow as well. So they hide off the area without taking up too much space. So that would be an immediate coverage if you want it uh, to go for something like that. So look for those Iliagnus planters or Portuguese laurel planters. Having said that, Pat, the idea that the listener came up with in terms of using trellis and an evergreen climbing plant is a great idea. So things like evergreen honeysuckle, maybe tracheospernum, which is a beautiful uh, plant that produces white flowers right through the summer and keeps the foliage 12 months of the year. And indeed the evergreen clematis, particularly one called winter beauty. I find that so easy to grow. It keeps its leaves all winter and it flowers at Christmas. Now, this is kind of a related question. What's the best small tree for screening and soundproofing at four metres or so? I need to stop sound from the next garden over, but my garden is small. Also, can a cherry laurel be grown into a tree? That's from Brian. Absolutely. You can train a cherry laurel into a tree. We normally use it for hedging, so it takes to pruning, but you can train it as a half-standard tree with a nice clean stem and some evergreen foliage on top. You could also consider... A plant called the, again, the Portuguese laurel would work really well as a tree, particularly if you want shelter and soundproofing. You're looking for something evergreen. So maybe the strawberry tree or Butus Unido would be a really nice idea. If you've got some plenty of space, maybe one of the... Um, one of the eucalyptus family would be quite nice as well. Evergreen cotoneaster, one called cotoneaster canubia, that flowers. It's got lovely red berries in the autumn and again retains its, its foliage 12 months of the year and will grow to about four metres in height. So it would be an ideal tree. Another one. Uh, would love to do my bit for biodiversity. Can you ask Porik what simple changes I can make in my garden to help nature and to give back? Ah, there's so many things that can be done. I mean, simple things by, le by like leaving your lawn a little bit taller, allowing the flowers in the lawn to actually grow and planting your lawns with winter and spring flowering bulbs. So things like crocuses and snowdrops are so beneficial, particularly to bees in early springtime. You could also sow wildflowers at this, this time of year, maybe give over an area of your garden to wildflowers and just allow those to grow and flower. Use uh, compost without peat pot would be certainly one to do. Uh, Board Nimona, the Irish company, do a great compost called Go Greener, which has reduced peat in it and works really well. Composting within your garden is a great way to recycle kitchen waste and garden waste and making your own compost is very beneficial and very useful. And of course, Pat, I always advocate the planting of trees because a single tree in its lifetime will store up to a ton of carbon. So if we can get people planting trees across the country, it's one of the best ways for biodiversity. Many of them are flowering and fruiting, but also they take in carbon dioxide and give out oxygen. Now, this one, I got a present of a real Christmas tree a couple of years ago. was so excited to have it decorated, but in the last three years, it's grown 
less than oh tiny centimeters. Would you know? Do I have a slow growing tree at the moment? It's only up to my ankle. Any suggestions oh. for a taller tree? That's from Leah. Well, if you want to, if you want something a little bit uh, faster growing, get some of the Picea varieties of trees. They're absolutely beautiful and they produce lovely layers and they grow to about two to three metres in height. So six to, to nine feet in height, which would be more typical the size of a Christmas trees. It sounds like uh, the listener got one of maybe the dwarf slow growing conifers mm-hmm. and there are some that grow only a couple of centimetres per year. So look for something a little bit uh, taller. All right, Pori Corkin, thank you very much for answering our listener questions, but I'm afraid that's all we've time for. 